0: We're just ordinary people living ordinary lives Until we see someone on TV win a $25,000 prize Come on down. I'll play any game for 10 seconds of fame Come on down. I'll make a deal, just that. me spin the wheel to win a million bucks all you need is a little luck and thorough knowledge of multiple disparate trivial subjects all right welcome to an all-new episode of come on down the game show podcast hosted by me john baker and me john, you. you just did a whole energy up thing and this is how you start out i'm tired you just did a whole big thing about how the energy's up, how it's loud in here. It was just
1: a, it was a mental warm up. Okay, and right. Now, so shouldn't that and now we into...
0: bring it back down? But then why? Welcome
1: to your ASMR,
0: <laughs> ASMR. podcast. What does ASMR stand for?
1: Auto sexual Mister retarded. Well, you can't say that. Nah, it's the first thing that came into my head. <laughs> that's, that's a problem. That's I can't problematic. Be, I can't be held accountable for that because it was the first thing that came. Into <laughs> that's my head. That's true. Okay, that's
0: fair. That's fair. Today on the podcast, we're not going to talk about a game show. We're not going to talk about game show? We're not going to talk about a game show. got it. We're going to talk about a network of game shows. Mm -hmm. A game show network, if you will. Right. The game show network, if you will. And
1: it is directly tied to the Illuminati, another network.
0: Listen in to find out Now this night on the podcast <laughs> How do you like that for a teaser? It was good Thank you i, I mean, actually practiced that a lot in front of the mirror You practice that weird phrasing a yeah. lot in the mirror Yeah I thought it would bring something different Like Tom Brokaw's got his thing mm-hmm. I wanted my thing Brokaw Tom Brokaw That was good Thanks We're just really
1: supportive of each other and I think that's what a lot of male friendships- Are missing. Are missing. Yeah. yeah. Cause girls do it all the time. They're always like, oh girl, you got it going on. And we're always like, you know, your hat's crooked, or do you have down syndrome? And it's like, no,
0: my hat's just crooked. <laughs> it happens. Anyway, today on the pod, mm. we've got a sponsor. We do. And I guess we'll, you. oh it's your line first this time. That's unusual. Hey John? Yeah? I'm totally sick of sitting on Zoom calls. They're so boring. Lucky for you, there's a new online conference software that makes calls fun and a little scary. Scary? As in Scary Spice. The Spice Girls, a band that dominated the 90s, have released their new online video conferencing platform named Zig. How does it work? First, you get to choose a fun Spice Girls themed name like Spooky Spice or Slutty Spice. Then, you design your avatar, create it to look like you or make it completely different. The possibilities are endless, as long as it's those two things, like you or completely different. Those Those are the endless possibilities. Yeah, that all sounds fun, but what about the actual conference? Is it still boring? Absolutely not. After your avatar and named are locked in, you join the video conference with everyone else. There was a, just a dramatic beat I wanted to do there to make sure yeah. that the people were listening. That's usually what commas indicate. After your name and avatar are locked in, you join the video conference with everyone else, except... It looks like you're all performing on a stage in front of an audience of 20,000 crazy fans. But how's the sound? Sometimes Zoom audio can be choppy. You don't have to worry about that because everyone's voice is auto-tuned for the duration of the call. Quarterly earnings never sounded so good. That's a fresh spin on the stale world of video conferencing. So fresh, it'll make you say
1: zig-a-zig-a. Zig, am ah. sold. Come on down, listeners! Unlock three upgraded avatar skins with the code "Come on, do it" when you purchase the six month package. The only
0: thing that's scary about Zig is how often it has been known to have Trojan viruses, but our team is aware and working on a fix. That
1: is scary. That is really scary. <laughs> that is the one
0: scary. That's thing.
1: a little scary. Zig, zig, ah. I feel like maybe you would sneak that in, maybe in the middle of the ad, and kind of end on a high note. Or if you do it like,
0: the only scary thing about Zig is it's been known to have Trojan viruses and infected, but our team is working on it. Right. You must be 18 or older to order. You, I don't think you have to. Oh, you must be this tall to ride.
1: Yeah, they, they do. Yeah, you they do have that, to take a picture of way. yourself next yeah. to markings on the on a wall. That makes sense. Not a and tape I'll, measure. Yeah. <laughs> you can just mark it whatever you want.
0: Yeah. So Zig, it's like Zoom, but different. That should have been
1: there. That should have been the that tag should been That should, tag should have been <laughs>
0: the Instead of the thing about the... The scary viruses Mm -hmm. today it's our 50th episode i i feel like i should have led with that it's our 50th episode five oh baby this is a big deal how many people have 50 episodes of a podcast
1: i would say probably i don't know what do you think 40 percent of the people that actually start a podcast lower than that i say way lower you think way lower like of all the podcasts that have ever been started yeah
0: of all the podcasts that have ever been started this one is the best so probably 1%. Think, yeah, think about it that way. When you when you put it into perspective mm-hmm. of greatness. Yeah. Like we're not it, talking about some boring ass murder that everybody knows who did it. I don't think and that's... And it's Adnan and he's in jail for it because he did it. <laughs> what is so interesting about yeah, that? Yeah, but... Hey, this guy murdered his girlfriend no. or his ex-girlfriend. Here's hours and hours... Of me talking in a monotone voice like this. I think what we need to do, because
1: I just brought it up. Yes? Is we need to shine a light on ourselves and not talk shit about other podcasts. Because Adenon had seven minutes to drive from the post to the office. And you think that he drove 700... 700- I did the calculations. He would have to drive 700 miles per hour wow. to make that trip. Wow. So, do you think that he got into a jet and drove four miles?
0: If that's what helped him um, do the murder that he did, yeah. Where all the evidence is pointing at him for doing the murder that he did. <laughs>
1: what if, like,
0: and all the eyewitnesses that are like, "Yeah, I helped him do the murder that he did."
1: <laughs> that he did. And the, the, and the pilot's like, it was the weirdest request ever, but he
0: offered me so much money to do this. <laughs> oh, it was a great deal. How could I turn it down? He even told me it was for a murder that he was going <laughs> to did. It's crazy. Yeah. But I listened to the podcast. I don't think he did it anymore. <laughs> you know what? It It does sound impossible now that you put it that way. Yeah. So today I mentioned is our 50th episode. We're celebrating. We're in a celebratory mood. Mm-hmm. We've talked about a lot of game shows on this show. Like 50 of them. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about just a whole bunch. We're going to talk about almost like the category of game shows. Okay. And today we're going to talk about what has kept helped keep game shows alive mm-hmm. in the Zeitgeist, mm-hmm. the Ziggeist, old people, <laughs> old people and the game show network. Right. Their primary audience. So, the game show network was a uh a partnership of sony pictures entertainment and united videos satellite group have not heard of the uh, you latter haven't, you haven't heard of the united videos satellite group i have not where have you been you
1: know around around
0: what are you typing i've I'm never typing seen you united type united videos satellite groups so oh. we can learn about them okay because this is
1: kind of like a, an
0: in uh, a real time episode this is a very real time episode Because they're now called Gemstar TV Guide International. Oh, okay. So it was like the TV Guide channel.
1: Hey, you know how you wrote United's of Satellite? (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Drop the whole thing.
0: It's sexier. Just go with a Gemstar instead. Yeah. So it was a partnership of those two corporations. At the time, uh, they announced it in May of 1992 Mm -hmm. with a goal of launching in 1993. Okay, realistic. Uh, yeah, you know, get, get a year to get your ducks in a row here. Yeah. So at the time, Sony owned Merv Griffin Enterprises, which uh, is Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy and a few other things.
1: I wish that guy was a, a pedophile. Merv Griffin?
0: Yeah. You know, why would you wish that somebody was a pedophile? They call Merv the perv. <laughs> I mean, can't you be a perv without being a pedophile? Aren't there like yeah, simpler, could, yeah, less illegal ways to be a perv? How, yeah, name one uh, what I do every day peeping Tom no just like if you like whistle at women that walk by if that's sexist like, nice bazongas yeah but that's sexist nowadays that's not pervy that's, that seems a little pervy I
1: feel like the like on the totem pole of perviness mm-hmm. I feel like it starts at peeping Tom I think that's when you break into the this person that's is what a, makes you a perv
0: alright I guess um so yeah i'm a perv what's your pervious story (laughs) (laughs) um due to legal requirements we have to move on we have to fast forward (laughs) to a future part of the podcast due to time constraints okay so at the time the family channel that sounds wholesome also existed it's now you might know it as freeform Mm, yeah sounds familiar is it a streaming only now no Mm. it's it used to be abc family and then it became freeform bad name but even before that it was the family channel Mm -hmm. and the family channel also had similar plans for the game channel Uh oh also in 1994 also yeah in 1992 Um, they planned (laughs) that's before yeah, this is the same time that Sony Pictures Entertainment and United Videos Satellite Group were working together on this. So, they w- Game Show Network wanted to beat the games channel mm-hmm. to air. So, they also uh, went out of their way to acquire the Barry and Enright library, who we talked about in our very first of 50 episodes. Okay. Because um, they obviously did. Uh, quiz show no that was the name of the movie 21 T- 21 was the name of the show and they went on to do such things as the joker's wild which we've talked about and look they- at my big ass slot machine look at my big ass slot machine snoop dogg a Barry and Enright employee so they acquired that library. They had a struck a 10-year licensing agreement with Mark Goodson Productions. We talked about Goodson and Todman. They had mm-hmm. things such as The Match Game and Family Feud and et cetera, and whatever we talked about last week, I think. So they had a Tattletals. bunch of stuff. Tales, indeed. So they had quite the library working. Uh they Mark Goodson was uh old. Okay. Because you know, these game shows started in like the 60s and 70s and stuff. Yeah. And, on his deathbed, basically, signed Uh-oh. this deal, eleven days before he died. Eleven days. Eleven days before he died. So
1: they put they wrapped their hand around his
0: and signed and, his name. And Mark Goodson Enterprises got a portion of the network out of the deal, and they um, also his son, his son's production company had like guaranteed ability to create new programs for. So he Game was just Network. inherited wealth. Yes.
1: That's the problem.
0: That is the problem. But here's the bigger problem for the Game Show Network. Sure. Is that after he died, um, the Mark Goodson Corporation decided to play a little takesy-backsy oh. and said, no, never mind. We're not doing that. So they ended up having to like renegotiate a deal to get some of those programs on the Game Show Network. Oh, no. Meanwhile... The family channel is over here and they see a little window of opportunity. So they know it's going to take a little while to get a network off the ground. But what we'll do is for three or four hours a day, we'll call the family channel, the game channel. Kind of like how like Nick Jr. was like Nickelodeon Mm -hmm. in the morning. Yeah. So they put like three to four hour blocks of game shows that they... We're able to acquire the rights to. So they're just giving you a taste. In the game channel.
1: It's like when you go to your drug dealer and you're you're like, I'd like some weed, please. And mm-hmm. he's like, hey, here you go. Love doing business with you. Take a little bump of this white stuff off my knuckle. Mm-hmm. And then that's your three hour game show slot. And you get addicted to that. To flour. And, then, flower. and now, you're like, <laughs> now you're like, I don't care about this broccoli you've been selling me. I'm going to stop steaming it. And there I'm gonna go. start
0: baking bread with all this flour. Good call. so the game channel never quite got off the floor, never got on its feet. They were cutting it with something else. The, yeah it was it was uh not the good stuff that mm. they wanted it to be. They continued this programming block for a little while, but they were not able to beat the game show network. To air, which finally did get to air on December first, nineteen ninety four. So it took them a little longer. Yeah. than uh, about your, a year your, behind. Your realistic timeline that you were so proud of—how realistic the timeline was? Hey, it was. They were only twelve months late. Have you ever started a television network before? I can't be that hard. You, get you can't a camera. be. That, you can't be that hard. It, There's pills for that.
1: It, you just—did uh, you take any from Hims?
0: No, that's just for my
1: hair. Thank okay, you. my you, boner's fine
0: <laughs> for now.
1: Yeah, we'll see what happens in ten years. And they're like, "There's a, a the same people that had to deal with fibromyalgia."
0: Fibromyalgia.
1: What's what are all those? Uh, they're
0: like, if you oh mesothelioma, mesothelioma. Lung if you dealt with yeah.
1: it, if you took this drugs in 1990, you would have mesothelioma. Please contact.
0: Yeah, my grandfather. Uh, he was like a, 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 railroad worker. He was Chinese. Yeah. In the 1800s. That's cool. That's uh-huh. really cool. And he dealt with, um, a lot of the asbestos and I think he had mesothelioma. Asbestos. Where, where was, where did they get exposed to asbestos in the railroad? Like construction stuff. Oh yeah. They were doing as best as they could. Mm-hmm and now he's dead so from asbestos um that is probably a contributing factor to his health decline Mm. yeah what do you think
1: it's going to be for our generation um i bet it has to do with technology
0: yeah it's probably just going to be all of us the robots taking over and killing us all as as i've been predicting
1: but they'll they'll be um framing it as like a robot issue when a robot comes into your house and just murders you, they're like, Oh yeah, they had a they had a robot um situation with in their house. And it's like, no, this robot came in and murdered my family. And, it's, and they're like, what do you want us to do? Stop using the robots?
0: Did did you know did you see how much more profit the robots are making us than <laughs> the people?
1: I'm sorry, are you gonna go pick up your own Amazon packages? Because yeah. that's not gonna
0: happen. Fucking robots, they're coming for us. So it finally got on the air December 1st, 1994. The very first show to air on the Game Show Network was What's My Line? A show that we have not done yet. Uh-oh. Um, so, oops. Sorry, guys. We're letting you down. This is not the What's My Line
1: improv show. Whose line is it anyway? Whose line is it anyway? <laughs> that's, yep, that's what that's also
0: called. Also has been called What's My Line. By whom? Me. Okay. Five seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's, you're actually, you're correct. I just did some research and you are correct. You did call out that five right. seconds ago. Yep. 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 So whose line is it anyway? Is a different show. What's my line? Uh, the reason we haven't done it yet is because we have done uh, To Tell the Truth and I've Got a Secret. And this is a similarly formatted show in that there's a panel of celebrities questioning somebody and trying to guess. But, and, and this is funny. What do you think... Uh, what do you think from the title? What's my line? Mm -hmm. What are they trying to guess? A phrase sentence. They're trying to guess their line of work, what they do for a job. Yeah. It's not titled very well. (laughs) I know, right. What's my line. What's my line of work in parentheses, but not at all. Yeah. So that was the very first show. I believe that's a, a Goodson Todman production joint right there. What's my line. So, so they made nice enough to get that on as the first. Maybe that was like part of their uh, hostage negotiation. <laughs> because there were hostages. Right. The corpse of Mark Goodson was involved.
1: And he signed. He was signing everything. <laughs> yeah. And he had been dead for 24
0: hours. Yeah. Sounds like uh, the, t- to the 2020 election with all the dead people voting. Am I right? You're right thank you i'm glad finally somebody you're right somebody finally agrees you're right i'm gonna look it up dead people voting mm-hmm. okay how how many how, how many, many in uh, arizona how many dead people voted for uh johnson lbj a lot really in uh yeah when he no. became a texas senator to say he had some dead votes he won the dead vote by a substantial I'm, margin i need to read about him because i heard that he was had
1: a big fucking dick. brutal i don't know i didn't know that i just knew it. What,
0: what Me neither. i didn't either
1: it sounds like you're very well versed
0: he had a big penis and he wasn't shy about talking about it oh he talked about it a lot yeah that's how you but that's suspicion but that's I, suspicious but i think i don't know so one time I saw a speech from Doris Kearns Goodwin, who's a historian. Mm-hmm. And by a speech, I mean a, a commencement address at a college graduation yeah, speech. yeah. And she worked in the Johnson White House, okay And she didn't say it, but it sounds like she was saying, she fucked LBJ. Whoa. In not so many words, in not those words, or not so those many of those, words. or so many of so those, so not words. at all. But there was a, there was the implication.
1: Why would she say that at a commencement address?
0: Listen, because you can go out and do anything in the world, including fuck the president. <laughs> okay, that at, is a motivator for it was some at, people. It was at Monica Lewinsky's college graduation, and she was like, for she sure, she was inspired. And the, and she's gotten a bad rap ever since. I mean, she was just, she was a victim. Yeah. Of a power imbalance. Yeah.
1: Has your, have you, has any of your bosses ever tried to fuck you? All of them have tried to fuck you.
0: Yeah. You want to talk about it? I think that's for another podcast where we get, you know, if you want me to get a little explicit with all the details about what happened, when okay. and where. Check us out for our next podcast. It's come on down, but spelled differently.
1: (laughs) It's just sex stories.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've got one good one for that podcast.
1: Yeah, I've got very average sex stories for that podcast.
0: (laughs) I've got one phenomenal one. I have one story that I'm going to tell over over and
1: over and over and over. That's what that podcast would be.
0: So when they started... In 1994, they had a library of 40,000 episodes. Not enough. Not enough? No. How many would be enough? Uh, at least double that. So if you figure two per hour, mm-hmm. that's 20,000 hours of content. Okay. And there are about 10,000 hours in a year. Mm-hmm. So they've got a solid two straight years of content without replaying a single thing once. That's pretty good and what you just have to hope that two years is enough of a buffer people are gonna like not remember like you can start re-airing the same thing from (laughs) two years ago loop it uh but no see what they did was they said you know after two years what are we gonna do maybe we should create some original content as well that's smart business So, and then, then that way they don't have to deal with Mark Goodson's son pulling out of deals at the last minute. Mm. And I've got a great story about Mark Goodson's son pulling out. That'll be on the other podcast as well. Yep. So when they started, they mostly did like adaptations or reboots, if you will, of some existing shows. Like one of the first shows was extreme gong show. Whoa. I don't know what made it extreme. I don't know if they were all on skateboards. It was all skateboard tricks. Yeah. Gong show. I would
1: absolutely watch that show. You know how I feel about skateboarding.
0: Yes. One of the, one of their earlier shows we've talked about before was Whammy, which was Press Your Luck. I was going to say, yeah, okay, Press but Your Luck. a modernized version of it that, I don't know, changed things for no reason in some cases. <laughs> <laughs> um, One of them that I did not realize was a Game Show Network original show, but I remember loving as a child or as a Mm preteen, if you will, was JEP, J-E-P, exclamation point, Mm -hmm. which is Jeopardy for 10 to 12 year olds.
1: Oh, okay. So it wasn't just a Vietnam vet running around screaming at Japanese people.
0: (laughs) Why would he be a Vietnam vet running around screaming at Japanese people? that's just how Wouldn't they be were be a World War II vet maybe I don't know maybe you do you know that Vietnam and Japan are two different countries no they're not
1: anything east of America is just it's communist
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean that part is true yeah for the right. most part yeah okay so jep I loved I watched frequently back then yeah in the I think it aired Force like, that was
1: and that was in between getting laid yeah. You would have time to watch, uh-huh. Je- would watch would the watch Teenage Jeopardy, Jeopardy show.
0: Yeah. From uh, 98 to 2000, I think it was on. And so I would have been like 12 to 14 at the time. Mm. So, And the kids were 10 to 12. So I felt real smart all the time. Yeah. Uh, I was like, these are fucking idiots. I know what the capital of Mexico is. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> what... <laughs> What's funny?
1: Really? I, that's exactly how I feel when I watch Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? Because you
0: are. Well, after they tell me the answers, <laughs> I'm like. I was going to say, I feel like we, when we did an episode on that, we kind of addressed that it was very difficult and <laughs> right, n- not maybe for fifth graders. So they did. They did a lot of those shows. They kind of slowly over time started adapting. I guess with the rest of the world on the type of content that they were airing mm-hmm. <clears throat> because they started doing non-game show sort of stuff on the game show network which to me is a little problematic because yeah, it's in off the brand. name but it's the same thing with the learning channel it became a lot of not educational stuff you weren't learning anything mm-hmm. unless you learn what dwarves do every single fucking day of their lives i guess in that sense you're learning or what beauty pageant toddlers Mm -hmm. do every day of their lives so like history channel learning (laughs) about aliens and stuff right that but that makes sense because that's history (laughs) so i mean when you think about it the universe is five or six billion years old Mm -hmm. according to estimates according to estimates yes right There have been aliens in the past. If the universe is infinite, then there are infinite possibilities.
1: And yet we have to discover a single one.
0: It's A big old universe out there. They're far away.
1: Sure, but you can't just say there's zero evidence of these things existing. But there's a lot of space. Yes, statistically. Statistically. Mm -hmm. Which is what we
0: use to... Explain Draw our conclusions. World. Explain yeah. our world. Uh-huh. Statistically, the odds mm. that we are the only planet that can sustain life in the entire universe right. are pretty small. And yet we haven't found a single Again, instance it's big. of
1: anything. It's so big. <laughs> so what? The nearest... So was Lyndon
0: Johnson's cock. <laughs> and there were aliens on it. <laughs>
1: If you think about it, Crabs b- bacteria are, kind are, of are aliens. aliens.
0: Yeah. No, I, I mean they are out there. I want to get that across right now. <clears throat> they are out there. They're not. And if they are out there, I'd like them to come on down.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: From but their on our other podcast, we want yeah. to hear
1: about that alien fucking babies,
0: <laughs> which is a big thing that they do with when they do visit here they they pick people up specifically for That's true there's a lot sex of sex research for some reason. That's yeah. really all all aliens are interested in is what's inside our butts for some reason.
1: <laughs> well like that's where you know if you do drugs
0: in your butt they hit you harder. It's so funny to think and yeah that's true I'm well aware. Um it's so funny to think that these these abduction experiences that mm-hmm we've heard about and are, are somewhat conditioned to believe in some cases. Yeah. When you just think like logically. Think about like the level of advanced and smart that we are right now. Sure. We're nowhere close to going to other galaxies or solar systems even. Like just nowhere close to having that capability. Yeah. But when we think about aliens we think of them as somehow like more primitive than us when they have the capability to just skip across the galaxy or the universe to get to us incognito. Like they somehow are undetectable by all of our radars and satellites and everything like that. Mm -hmm. They have all of that advanced ability and they're just like, well, let's check what's inside their butts. Well, if you think about it, we're
1: kind of the aliens in a sense that, The first thing we do when a baby is born, shove a thermometer in its butt. So we're probing our own kind, and you're going to sit over there and judge other species for doing it. Is it the first maybe, thing that you do? Maybe do? they don't know how to <laughs> how, do. How many
0: delivery rooms have you been <laughs> how, in? That's my first maybe question. Maybe they don't know to
1: do the mouth thing yet, and the first thing they do is they want to take our temperature. <laughs> <They don't,
0: laughs> so, what about the thing with the that they have now with just the gun? I'm saying that's the only the gun.
1: That's the only <laughs> aspect of their culture that they haven't advanced yet, so, so.
0: and and for some reason they're like. All right, do we have a large enough sample size of butt temperatures yet? Like, I think we need to get a few more people. I think
1: they just call it temperatures. <laughs> I don't think they call it butt temperatures.
0: Okay, but still, what um, what what large what size of sample do they need? It's enough. <laughs> Aliens, if you're listening, and I know you are, mm-hmm. enough of the butt stuff. Please. But not for me. Uh, more of the butt stuff. For other people that can't For, for other it. people, no more of the butt stuff. Yeah. But I've got a story for our other podcast. Yeah. <laughs> trust me.
1: Right. Is a story that your parents used to uh, put thermometers in a big old fat dildo and take the temperature?
0: <laughs> no. That's, that's, that's from Merv the Perv. <laughs> so, as I was saying, the Learning Channel started calling itself TLC when they stopped uh, learning you stuff. Mm-hmm. And in a similar vein, the Game Show Network in 2004... Vein. Jesus, dude. Let it go. (laughs) LBJ. Stop talking about it. The Game Show Network in 2004 started referring to themselves as GSN, which is an abbreviation, which means gay stuff now. Mm -hmm.
1: It does sound like a disease that you would get. GSN? Yeah. Like, like, I'm going to pour ice over my head for GSN. (laughs) The GSN
0: (laughs) Ice Bucket Challenge. (laughs) So they started doing... World Poker Tour. WPT. Not a game show. A game. Mm-hmm. And a show. So. Right. It fits some of the criteria right. in a specific way. Norm Macdonald, one of the hosts of that. I talk about him a lot, so mm-hmm. I thought I'd throw that out there. Sure. And they would show some reruns of reality shows like the mole which we talked about on a recent episode mm-hmm. and things like that they would air reruns of that they some of their other original content started skewing that way a little bit like they had a show called skin wars which in today's context maybe sounds a little more disturbing because this was not a race motivated battle sounds like it right it was about body painting it was a body painting competition show. Mm-hmm. And, and
1: everybody just painted blackface on everyone.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so there was Skin Wars, which which is a weird Game Show Network original, if you ask me mm-hmm. personally. Right. Um, what was a big boon for them was in 2010 when they negotiated an agreement to be the syndicated home of steve harvey's family feud oh man they started airing that the ratings went up and it's still on all the time on the game show network steve harvey family feud a constantly
1: shave that mustache let's see what's underneath
0: what are you hiding he's one of the aliens the declaration of independence holy shit nick cage one place you didn't look (laughs) so that gave them a a big boost in ratings they eventually went back to Game Show Network in twenty seventeen, so fairly recently. Yeah, they started started calling themselves Game Show Network again. But in between, they they also had some more successful programming. Originally, like Catch Twenty One was a blackjack based trivia show hosted by Alfonso Ribeiro, of sure, Carlton fame. Oh, you know Carlton. I know the Carlton. I don't know who Carlton is, though. You just know the dance. You I just know. know the dance. You don't correct. know where it came from. And The Chase, we talked about that, obviously. The U.S. version of The Chase, the original right. U.S. version. The
1: guys, it's the contestants that are trying to answer
0: questions faster than the smarter person in the room. With Mark Labette, mm-hmm. a.k.a. The Beast. And then in 2012, they had their biggest hit yet, the most viewers ever for a game show network program it was an original program it got over two million viewers for its debut episode which there are only as of a few years ago only 75 million homes even had the game show network Mm -hmm. more than two million watching that's crazy which is like i don't know like some some primetime tv shows on networks Struggle to get 2 million viewers, I feel like. Yeah. Jeff Foxworthy hosted American Bible Challenge. Ooh, that's why there were 2 million people,
1: because they were all Christians.
0: American Bible Challenge ran for three seasons Mm -hmm. on the Game Show Network. It, like I said, was pretty popular. And... It drew in, like, obviously the religious audience, but a lot of the reviews of this show were about how, like, anybody with a, a passing knowledge of the Bible could get pretty into it. Okay. And I never watched it, but I'm kind of interested in watching it now as a person with a passing knowledge of the Bible, which I've been thinking about reading. What do you think about that? I imagine it's not a fun read. You don't think so?
1: I started to read the um, Quran how was that that oh, was not good
0: no no you're not a follower of islam no no uh i don't think i wouldn't read it to like be more christian or anything sure I just, I just like there's i hear stories sometimes and i'm like whoa that's in the bible what story i don't know just all sorts of like david and goliath david and goliath uh, jonah and the whale uh-huh. like adam and eve you know like a snake fucking or in the newer versions
1: adam and steve oh no, that's not that's kind of they rewrote the entire bible to be
0: right but that was like the first time that like some crazy conservative like put that on a sign at a rally mm-hmm. was it was already probably a bad joke at that point i think it's a i think it rhymes <laughs> okay
1: yeah And under those that's, criteria, that's the backbone of any good joke. That's true. Is that it rhymes? Under
0: those criteria, you are correct. So yeah, I don't know. I've just been thinking about reading it, and it seems long. Though. There are, I feel like there are so seems many long, good, better books. Good, better books. Yeah. Better housekeeping.
1: Good. 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 Check it out.
0: Okay. Um. Yeah. I mean, I probably won't. But I like to think that I will. What does that mean?
1: you know so does that just guilt when you set a goal that sounds like it's Christian guilt
0: when you set a goal in your brain and you're like oh yeah I'll do that and then you but deep down you know you'll never do that
1: no here's your issue and I stand by this okay a hundred percent this is a philosophy that I stand by you stand by this philosophy and it's an issue of mine If you talk about things that you want to do or goals that you have, if you talk to them. You're more likely to do it? You're less likely to do it. Oh,
0: I've got to do it in secret?
1: Yes, because there's a part of your brain that after you discuss it, it, it. there's a part that's like, you know, your brain knows that you didn't do it. But by speaking it and saying it out loud, that can um, satisfy the part of your brain that is like, you should do this. Oh, you kind of did it. You talked about it.
0: All right. Well, you're welcome, Jesus. I talked about it.
1: So, if you ever want to do anything,
0: you saved me. I talked about you for a second on the podcast. And
1: now let me into your story. I'm not that
0: impressed by you. Wow. I'm, what, when did he die? 33? I'm 34. Cool. Good job. You made it past Jesus. Yeah, exactly. So, 2017, like I said, they went back to the Game Show Network and they've kind of had a revival of solid original game show programming Mm -hmm. on the game show network right now they have the most original programming airing that they've ever had in the in the history of the game show network that's a long time in the last few years they've come out with shows such as america says which we've talked about Mm -hmm. uh common knowledge hosted by throwback to spice girls reference (gasps) not quite But Joey Fatone of NSYNC, who was the announcer for Family Feud for a little while as well, by the way. Mm -hmm. But I also, I pointed this out the other day. I think it's funny that like, so of NSYNC to the the ladies and to the male attracted people in the world in general. (laughs) It was like Justin and JC and lance bass who himself is a male attracted person male attracted were kind of the the top of the list and then there was like chris and joey who were the undesirables and his name was joey fat one that's how it's spelled <laughs> and he was the fat one He was a larger than the typical and sinker and sinker yeah and but he now, was a sinker but now <laughs> like he he can't float he was way too heavy so now he's the host of common sense, which is a game show about, I don't know. It's just like you're watching dumb people be bad at trivia. Cause it's common sense. So it's
1: the opposite of jeopardy.
0: Yeah, exactly. Okay. It's the more realistic version of jeopardy. It's like Jep, but the kids are being asked adult questions. Exactly. Um, masterminds, which is kind of a, it's like there's three regular people and then there's three trivia experts and ken jennings is one of those three god of course and they like whittle it down to two of each and then one of each and then the winner of the regular people faces off against the winner of the masterminds to uh see who lives and who dies how does the regular person ever win that game show it's very difficult. It doesn't happen that frequently. Like they, well, they win like a certain prize for beating the other two idiots. Okay. But then it's like a you know, $10,000 prize if you beat them.
1: I mean, you went from regular to idiot real quick.
0: I'm in comparison to okay. Ken Jennings Got and it. Muffy. That's the name of one of the other masterminds. Muffy? Muffy. Okay. She was... Uh, That's not a puppet from Sesame Street? It is, but it's also...
1: It's for, okay. Yeah,
0: they use it in Sesame Street, and then they drag it over to the Mastermind set.
1: <laughs> drag it as if it doesn't want to go. Yeah, drag No, Muffy,
0: over. she was on, I don't know, Jeopardy or something. She she was good at some game show at some point. Maybe even The Chase. I can't remember. I think she was on The Chase. But that's Masterminds. And then this is one I want to talk about a little bit, because I don't think there, it's worth doing a full episode on. Okay. People Puzzler. That just launched this year, and I've watched many episodes of it. I didn't get the memo. It launched in January of this year. People puzzler. It is and the people is for People Magazine, by the way. So it is a oh, no. co branded People magazine show. I see, yeah. And it is hosted by Leah Remini of Scientologist. I was gonna say of Scientology fame, but if you ask me, of King of Queens fame. Sure. Great show. although wasn't um kevin james had another or maybe still does it was like kevin can wait or something like that yeah something like that all cop. and after like the first season he had like a wife on the show they replaced her with leah remini <laughs> as like a callback to king of queens okay because i don't know i guess like oh it's not going very well Here's how we spice it up. Let's throw. Remember when y'all like this? Let's get the band back together. Yeah, and I feel like, like as a creative, as somebody who like poured your heart and soul into putting a TV show together. Sure. And you've got this vision for it, and you've got this idea, and then somebody comes along, and is like, "Hey, actually, I'm." really in charge here because i have the money and i need to make more of it so your idea fuck it throw it out the window here's the idea now leah remini is the wife yeah or is the love interest or whatever it was i don't i never watched a single episode of it so i have no fucking clue how it worked or if she just if they just swapped actresses without acknowledging it or what i don't know but just imagine being that creative and being like oh okay Hmm? This is the show I wanted to make. This is it. Thank you for knowing what I wanted to do. Yeah. It's like, like if somebody came to us and they were like, Hey, we've got a podcast network and we want to add you to our network, but we don't want your show. We really love your show. We would love it. But instead of being a game show podcast, what if it was a fishing podcast? Do that instead. I would say, where do I sign? Yeah, I because would say I a-
1: have one Columbia shirt, <laughs> a fishing Columbia shirt. I will throw that on for every single episode.
0: Because there's money, and I will will sell my soul in a heartbeat for the right price.
1: We do every single week. We have sponsors. We don't give a shit what they're selling. That's
0: true. And a lot of the sponsors are very offensive. And we just read them. <laughs> so The People Puzzler it is a crossword puzzle game show. Mm-hmm. That sounds fun. And it is maybe the dumbest game show. Like I just talked about, common knowledge being common, basic things. Like the people that they have to get to be on People Puzzler have to be in like the bottom five percent of intelligence people in this country. They're so in the bad. entire country. They're so dumb. Watching this show, it like if you want to feel smart, watch People Puzzler.
1: Okay, that's good. That's good advice. It's on,
0: I believe, at like four thirty Central every weekday on the Game Show Network. Somewhere around there. Late afternoon, early evening. uh, Game show network. Maybe five. (laughs) And the people just miss the most insanely easy questions on there. Oh, yeah? Constantly. And it drives me wild. And Erica, my wife, Mm -hmm. she likes it. So she watches it from time to time. Okay. So People Puzzler, bad. Leah Remini. Fine. Neutral. Better than when she was a cult member. Sure. Poisoning the well.
1: We should do our next fifty episodes should be one of us joins a cult.
0: I would and the absolutely other one keeps the other person grabbing. I've thought about joining a cult many times. Yeah. Starting because or joining? Joining. Uh, it's too much work. It is a start. lot of work to start it. But I see a lot of these, like, cult documentaries and stuff that I watch. And, like, yeah, they ultimately end up doing, like, terrible things or whatever. But before that, it looks pretty fun. Like, the beginning part. Yeah. Where you're just, like, free and you just live on this compound and you live off the land. And you don't have to answer to anybody. Aside from the cult leader who has to have sex with your wife or whatever. But...
1: Yeah. But also, when you watch these documentaries, it's usually a tight close inner circle at the top of the ladder that's doing the fucked up shit think about all the other people that are just happy to be in a group that seems to have a a nice open welcoming philosophy that's think I about Scientology is huge I would say 90% of Scientologists are just doing their thing airing their grievances doing e-meters is it, Festivus Doing their doing their e-meters and, uh, and enjoying life.
0: Yeah, but uh, that's why I want to join one. I want to be one of those just ignorant masses. It's like, everything's great.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: I'll let you know how it goes. So, Game Show Network launched a few years ago, Game Show Central, streaming. Mm-hmm. You can find it on Pluto TV. No, thank you. You can find it on Roku Channel. Hard pass. You can find it on Plex. Nope. And it airs their older original programming. So like the stuff that they don't air anymore. So recycled garbage. Yeah. Okay. So you can watch some of their old. If you want to find American Bible Challenge, I bet you it's on there. I do not. Okay. Um, And then the only real competitor to the game show network, besides outside, Mm -hmm. is... Literally every television show. Yeah, but aside from those, okay, when you discount everything else in the world, uh-huh. their only real competitor is Buzzer, which we've talked about B-U-Z-Z-R. several times before. B-U-Z-Z-R. They started in 2015. Well, they actually started in 2014 as a YouTube channel where they would show like highlight clips of game shows. Sure. It's owned by Fremantle Media, who owns a large portion of game show catalogs. They better. And in 2015, it became a digital <clears throat> over-the-air network like a sub channel you know how like you, fox is channel four mm-hmm. have you ever used an antenna yes so, and then like there's like a 4.1 and a 4.2 yeah and weird stuff like that yeah so buzzer is one of those sub channels that like kind of latches on to local markets like fox for example mm. and they're like hey you've got the capabilities to do this we'll give you a little cut of our ad revenue if you broadcast our thing so so they're a parasite Absolutely. No, they, they've got a, a symbiotic relationship. Oh, okay. 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 You remember that from science? I do. They both uh, please it's each like other. It's like the little,
1: like, they both pleasure each the other. The little
0: bird that cleans the crocodile's teeth. Right. And, and the, the crocodile. Cro- the crocodile doesn't get cavities because then it would be ornery. And <laughs> the bird gets food because it's little. All it needs is the little scraps between the crocodile's teeth. Right. So. They launched in 2015 as a digital over there. You can find it, I think, in like 54 markets around the U.S., something like that. And they also have a deal with Amazon with a lot of their catalog is streaming on there. We've talked about that before. That's how we've watched many of the shows Hell yeah! that we've watched on Hell Amazon yeah. Prime Video. They're also streaming on Sling TV. No sub-channel necessary. And much like Game Show Central, they're on Pluto TV and Roku and they've also recently launched on Pluto a spin-off additional network that is just called Price is Right the Bob Barker era <laughs> and the only thing it airs is Price is Right episodes hosted by Bob Barker specifically after 1982 when they removed all fur products and other like animal cruelty based things crocodile at boots Bob Barker's requests snake skin toilet paper you know he's an animal rights guy
1: well he loves he loves neutering and spaying and spaying innocent animals including humans
0: is that true that seems i think are you confusing him with hitler yes okay yes 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 yes, yes, common common mistake okay yeah so i mean the game show network is surviving it's currently i think at&t owns a portion of it at the moment because direct tv owned a owned a chunk of it and Mm -hmm. they were acquired by AT&T although they've officially now been spun off by AT&T because AT&T doesn't know how to manage anything (laughs) so they like bought DirecTV for a few billion dollars and then five years later they were like that was a bad idea let's sell it for pennies and then they bought Warner Media Time Warner um, just like three or four years ago like HBO became an AT&T thing like three years ago and now they're like, oh, that was a bad idea, too. Let's get rid of that. And so now Time Warner is merging with uh, Discovery. Yeah. Warner Brothers Discovery is right. the new company because AT&T can't handle that. They can't handle the phones. We know that.
1: Well, that's or they got all the money from the to, phones. Yeah. Because they made you buy yeah. the phone plan. And just then, recently <clears throat> you had to get Internet and phone
0: combined. Yeah and that's all they know how to do well and profitably apparently they so they're back. just they're just selling all the stuff that they bought for a lot of money for a little money it's basically like uh selling your video games back to GameStop. yeah you pay you pay them 60 dollars for it and then you come back three weeks later after you beat the game and they're like oh yeah we've got a great prom- promotion going on right now we can give you 250 for that <laughs> And then they sell it for forty five dollars, right? After
1: they buy it from you for two dollars, it's like going into a, it's like being a part of a flipping team, and you go in and you break the walls and you punch holes and everything. Like and house then, flipping, yeah. And then you try and sell it, and it's you have to sell it for much less now because you have ruined the inside of it.
0: Oh, okay. So you you don't finish like you're not breaking the walls because no. you're making it more open concept or anything. You just yeah. more ma- maliciously. You do the demo. You do the okay. demo part. And then you <laughs> And then and then you're like, honestly, it's better this way because picture whatever you want. You uh-huh. can do it now. We demolished everything. Right. So and to be clear, you're gonna have to do it now, uh-huh. but you can. And the possibilities we, are endless. And
1: this isn't, and we didn't burn this part of the wall. This is an accent wall.
0: That is that does that accentuate. Happens to be black and charred. It accentuates the fact that the rest of the house isn't charred. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that is The game show network, the history, a brief history of the game show network. Yeah. That's how we have it, how we got to where we are today with more original programming than ever. Although I kind of think I like some of the original programs. Yeah. But I want more variety in the old programs. That's what buzzer has going for it right now. Buzzer is all like pre 2000, which is what I want to see. I want some classic game show nostalgia. I want some, some, some of the wacky stuff, some of the celebrity-led stuff that I don't understand who <laughs> they are or why they're there. Yeah, I want to see the original Gong Show going on. Extreme, maybe even extreme. You want no skateboards in the show. I the skateboards I could take or leave. Okay, but that's what I want. That's what that's the market the buzzer is really capitalizing on now is not wasting time with original stuff just let's just show you this this old stuff that yeah is free to us now because we own it and you'll watch it and enjoy it sure that's game show network we have a um a people puzzler of our own we do here. or a uh a lightning round if you will it's a lightning round I always feel like we wait a really long time, and then I'm editing it, uh-huh. and I'm like, "God, we didn't wait long enough." Like that, we didn't wait so long crazy. enough. We never wait long. Do you enough. want to do it again? I think that was enough. That time I tried. You say that you just said that. You we never wait. You enough. always think that. It's... I always think we did. Okay. so that won't be long enough. Fine, but that's what we, that's who we are. Okay, I've come to accept it. Lightning round, you're going to ask me questions. Is that what's happening? I'm going right to ask you ten questions. Ten. That's a too many questions
1: and they have to do the subject matter is game shows in general okay and our podcast
0: oh (laughs) it's gonna be embarrassing
1: it's our own podcast so you wouldn't be able to do bad right because because we did right i mean you edit all of them Uh uh-huh
0: and i remember everything everything
1: okay good what was the game show we talked about on our first episode
0: uh well this is a cheat because we already talked about it. No, I know. Because the answer is 21. That's correct. <laughs> That's correct.
1: Number two. Yep. What was the color of my suit in the
0: Election Day special episode? Jesus Christ. Um, I think it was navy. Okay. Close. It was,
1: yeah. Blue? I said blue, but yeah. Okay. I said navy. That's good. Number three. What color was my bow tie in the Bet Your
0: Life episode? Uh... Okay, so you had a you had a cigar in your mouth the whole time. Correct. That, that was brown. Um, <laughs> I want to say the bow tie was like uh, purple. purple? It, was pink. Ah, it was pink. it was pink. It was, was going to be my first cast. It, it was changed pink. to purple.
1: What is the second longest running
0: game show? The second longest running game show is. did we talk about this on the podcast Mm -hmm. and it was recent too because the answer to the question uh, price is right
1: jeopardy fuck which of these is an actual jeopardy spinoff sports jeopardy song jeopardy or law jeopardy so let me tell
0: you a quick story here (laughs) About Sports Jeopardy, which is the answer. Okay. (laughs) So a few years ago, I decided that I was going to try out for Sports Jeopardy. Oh, no. And so it was hosted at the time by Rich Eisen, formerly of ESPN Sports Center fame. I believe he's on like the NFL network now, maybe. But... Or no, maybe it was Dan Patrick that hosted it. Come to think of it. So anyway, he's, th- I did this whole like audition thing for Sports Jeopardy. And okay. you have to like take uh, a quiz that's timed. Like I think it was like 20 minutes or something like that. Okay. And each question you only had a brief amount of time for. So, may- so maybe the overall thing was a little longer than 20 minutes. But it was like. Such that there's no way uh, you could, you know, cheat or anything. Right. And it was not multiple choice. It was like Jeopardy. It was... Mm -hmm. And I actually did really well. Okay. And they sent out an email saying um, they have to do screen tests before you're on the show. And it's filmed in LA. And so will let you know when to come in for a screen test. Okay. Out in LA. Uh but you, you like you have to fly yourself out there. Ugh. And you know, if you're if they deem you screen ready, you can go on the show. And then the show got canceled. Oh <laughs> no, dude. It was on like crackle at the time or something oh, like that. Crackle crash and burn. Yeah. And it was like the third season on Crackle. Crackle. I think they had just ended, and they were so they were casting for the fourth season. Yeah, and then it never ended up happening. And then Crackle just died. And I was so uh, Dang, upset dude. because I absolutely would have paid my way out there for the screen test. to, yeah. to be I, on sports, you would have been great game. on it. Yeah. How many
1: spaces does the press your luck game board contain?
0: Okay, so that changed the original one. Let me think I want to say hold on let me think uh, the answer is 24 18 God what was the name of the contestant that
1: memorized the pattern and won over $110,000. On Press Your Yeah.
0: I don't remember.
1: Michael Larson.
0: Yes. That Larson. Get it? Because he stole. Yeah. Larson-y. But not really. He also looked like Santa Claus.
1: He did. What was the date of our first episode published on Apple Podcasts?
0: I'm going to say something like, August twenty eighth of twenty
1: twenty. Wow, very close. September first. Ah, uh, wow, so close. I
0: knew it was like end of August, early September.
1: How many rounds, including the final round, did contestants compete on the Legends of the Hidden Temple game show?
0: Okay, so there was the get across the water round. There was the steps of knowledge. I believe is what it was called, mm-hmm. where you step down there. Uh, which that so it goes from six to four to two and then there was the three round face-off between the two teams to earn the uh coins what do they call them and then there was the fourth the temple run is the fourth round so four
1: your final answer is four yeah that is correct yes ended on a high note that was the last one yeah it was the last one i think i got them all right <laughs> no what i think you passed oh no wait sorry there's one more oh okay. my bad what season and episode was used for every trivia question in the lightning
0: round of Joker's Wild episode? Oh, yeah. That was, um, I do remember that because it was all quotes. And then you would say what episode it was from and you're like, season two, episode four or something like that. So that's, I don't know. That's my guess. Season two, episode five. Oh, <laughs> so close. Yeah. Uh-huh. Correct. And that right. was the last one. Not too bad. Hey, where's our buzzers? And you'll edit that out, right? Yeah, I'll edit it so that they're sitting there on the table for the entire hour <laughs> instead of the last <laughs> 30 of, seconds. Put a picture, of my picture. <laughs> put it on the green screen up yeah. there. So uh, how many buzzers would you give the Game Show Network as a TV channel?
1: I mean, because it only does game
0: shows, five yeah. buzzers. Five bu- uh, as far as game shows go, right? Five buzzers. Thanks, Game Show Network for existing. I think I got into game shows because of the Game Show Network. Um, I definitely remember like watching it with my dad a lot mm-hmm. when I was ten years old or so, because for him it was like watching those '70s shows. You know he, th- it, it, there there was no other way to watch reruns of those back in the day or anything. Oh, okay. So, you know, match game or Gong Show or whatever, I think he had fond memories of and and enjoyed watching. And so I would just watch them with him. Mm-hmm. And I like proving that I'm smarter than other people. So. Yeah, you
1: do. I imagine that is. A bigger release for you than actual sex.
0: Yeah, we'll talk about that on uh, the other podcast also. (laughs) (laughs) About how I just yell trivia facts mid-coitus. Yeah. It's a thing. It's just a thing I'm into.
1: Those are the two things you're doing in your marital bedroom. It's either yelling trivia questions mid-coitus or you're being so depressing. You're being kicked 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 out out of your
0: bed. Yeah. So this has been The Game Show Network. Hopefully... I, hopefully we don't say that in a way that like that's the end of the game show network.
1: Yeah, like we because I was like
0: I would I would like it to continue. Sure, we could do uh, on our 500th episode we could do another retrospective on what's changed. I like on, that on the game show network. So
1: it took us a year to do 50. Yeah. So so it would ten, take us another another nine years. Yeah, but then that's when you say once you do something for ten years you're finally
0: good at it. We're experts. So we're no one... we have to do ten thousand episodes. Ten thousand hours. Ten thousand hours. Yeah so by about the year 3047 we'll mm-hmm. be pretty good at this yeah
1: we'll be the joe rogans of the game show and podcast. those of you
0: listening right now will be the first people you know to be riding the cutting edge wow congratulations congratulations to you, to you. congratulations this has been another episode of come on down the game show network podcast today <laughs> uh we are off for a week after this i think probably oh no because i'm not here oh no this is vacation me this is my vacation shirt
1: vacation jason
0: i don't know you wore like a vacation outfit before you were going to go on your summer vacation and sunglasses so this is my vacation outfit before i go on my summer vacation okay and we will see you guys next time Do we pause long
1: enough for the ending?
0: I think, yeah. Well, we don't have an ending thing, but I think that was a good enough pause.
1: Okay, good.